all for tuning in. This is Iman and Selena, and together we make you plus happy. Each week, we bring you someone who challenges us to define success and happiness on our own terms with a dose of laughter. Remember to like and subscribe at you plus happy. You can also follow us on Instagram at you plus happy. Hey, Selena. Hey. Hey. So what was your highlight or something that's made you happy this week? Um, I was going through my computer and I was cleaning out some old files and I found this Zoom um, presentation I made for Mother's Day a while ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I just remembered that day on Zoom, trying to get like 10 people over the age of 60 in a Zoom <laughs> meeting is horrifying. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> <it was> so <laughs> bad. <laughs> what about you? Um, so I got to actually, I FaceTime with my niece, who's seven. Aww. She always makes me happy. Birthday just passed and she, I got her like a little um, smartwatch for her birthday. And she's like, Auntie, you can call me now. And she's like, but only call if I'm not busy. And I was like, girl. <laughs> Ma'am, she's okay. making million dollar deals from her iWatch. <laughs> I know. She's like, I got my smartwatch. I got my iPad. I'm, you know, let me see if I can fit you in somewhere. In my <laughs> I can try to pencil you in. Let me see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was my, my little uh, joy of the week. That's so funny and cute. That is. Um, so this week we have co-host Darian of Disqualified Opinions, which is a podcast where they discuss their thoughts on pop culture, sports, and relationships. All right. Thank you, Darius, for being um wait a minute, I already messed up. I have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here, Darian. Um, we're going to hop right in. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. 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 Okay. So we'll jump right in. How did you get started with your podcast? Um. So it started with a group of friends we all went to the same high school and um i didn't know that that's who each of them were i only knew one the person that was texting me and he said it was a couple other people that wanted to join i didn't know i already knew them um and we wanted a place where sports lifestyle and relationships could all kind of be intertwined mm -hmm. um so we kind of just made it up as we went along and um we came up with what is now disqualified opinion okay. so like before i guess before your podcast got started were you guys already interested in those topics or was it just um, kind of like you guys coming together well me personally um i really didn't put too much thought behind it i never it was never something i thought i would end up doing um the person that contacted me um his name is byron um him and another the other person uh antoine they were interested in doing something in, in the sports realm and me and byron went to the same college and we did stuff for uh the television station when we were in college so we kind of already had like on-camera chemistry mm -hmm. and it kind of just came together that way and then the full person terrell i guess he just kind of was talking to antoine about just things that we can talk about or he was already interested in that space as well i just kind of was the 
well, to me, I think I was the last person to join in, and then we just planned it out and started recording from there. Okay. I have a quick follow-up question. So were you at all intimidated or thought about, because everybody's like, oh, there's so many podcasts and like the, like it being saturated. Did that ever come across your mind or like make you doubt, doubt it or? Um, it definitely came across my mind. I'm not going to say I was intimidated though. Um, each podcast I see, it's not really for guys talking about just the various different things. We do everything from relationships and marriage to um, music to um, sneaker releases to pop culture. So it's like um, we narrow it down depending on that specific episode, but I've never seen something with four guys that talks about that many different things, like Mm -hmm. in segments anyway. So um, I think that's what kind of separates us and as far as it being saturated it does feel like everybody does podcasts but i mean to those that rap everybody drops mixtapes and has sound clouds so it's kind of if you have something you feel like separates you then go for it mm-hmm. that's a good point yes great advice um do you feel like because you mentioned that you knew the guys that did the podcast did you do you feel like when you guys are talking like the opinions are similar are you guys challenging each other because you kind of are in that same circle um so in certain topics we do have some similarities in um our opinions which is when like especially if we're talking relationships um it's it's very important for us to have women as guests so that um we can have a different perspective or a different opinion so it's not just we're all agreeing on different things. Uh, the sports topic, we almost never agree, which is kind of the point. So um, I, we, we try not to keep it too monotonous, like just not everybody on the same page, or everybody talking about the same thing or saying the same thing. Just uh, mix it up. So um, that's kind of how we negate feeling the same about different things. Uh-huh. What made you guys want to do a podcast? I know you were asking me questions, but I figured I'd ask them too. Oh, because you're used to being the host. Um, I don't, Iman, you want to take it? So I feel like me and Selena are very similar in some ways. So very big on self-growth, living life on our own terms. So that was kind of, we had been talking about podcasts and deciding what it is that we're both very passionate about. And I think that was just a natural fit. Like we're both into finding like self-help group, self-help books, um, kind of going against what society is like, this is what successful is and free spirits to a certain extent. So I think that um, when we decided to do a podcast, it was just an easy fit when we were like, well, what should we do it on? Um, yeah. And we wanted to define success for ourselves because it was like Mm -hmm. we neither one of us is like following the script of life like you know get married have kids and like not not that that's wrong or that we won't but we just wanted to do a lot of different things before Mm -hmm. um so i want to like create a space where people can feel like they're not alone when they're doing something different Mm -hmm. and i guess also Speaking to what you said earlier, not being discouraged at the fact that there are so many other people out there doing similar work. 
I think that sometimes it's like, oh, we have all this competition rather than focusing on what your craft is. And it sounds like that's what you guys are doing with your podcasts. Which is cool. So I guess um, you mentioned that you weren't really in looking to be in a podcast. It just kind of came about in terms of them inviting you into that space. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the reason that they felt like, oh, we need to have Darian in this in this project or in this space with this? Um, two things. One, um, I am very opinionated and I'm pretty good at voicing those opinions. Mm-hmm. And two, um, um, the person that initially invited me, Byron, he knows I have a background in like editing video and um, just kind of making things look presentable and that is part of how the show has progressed since we started um as i've gotten better at editing our video have got our video has gotten better and things like that um plus i mean i guess if i'm i'm probably going to be the one to speak out the most if i disagree about something so i guess that makes for good content yeah let's see what the name of it <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it I was like, I love the name. It, it's ironic. Um, we originally wanted to be, our original name was Unsportsmanlike Conduct, but um, when we tried to get that copyrighted, it was already taken. So um, Disqualified Opinions kind of works out for us. Um, it is very opinionated, and I don't know what qualifies people to speak on anything, really. So I guess the disqualified part is just being ironic. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Ivana. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say I think it's interesting that um, a lot of times when people hear oh someone's opinionated or someone's argumentative, it's kind of looked at as a negative. But like the fact that you can take that and be like, this is what I'm good at, and switching it up as a strength and being like, hey, this is what I'm bringing to the podcast. I think that's uh, that's great. I think. Um. Thank you. I think. Uh it is a kind of a perception about people of maybe they're difficult or they're not as Mm -hmm. easy to deal with or talk to. And I don't think that's true. Um, I just think sometimes people are uncomfortable in spaces where people disagree with them. And I'm usually not one of them. (laughs) A hundred percent. That's cool. No, that's really a good point. Um, All right. Are we going to go back? Are we going on the script? I know I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, so I kind of asked that question, but um, moving on, what is this is a little different, but when you're not in the room, what do you hope people say about you? Or do you even care? Um, I really don't even, I don't <laughs> I, really care. What I didn't think, think you but I, I don't care. But if I had to answer the question, um, I would just hope people think that I'm honest and that I'm well intentioned. And that despite the outward appearance that I actually do kind of care about uh, people, not necessarily what they think, but just for the betterment of themselves. I always want people to do whatever it is that makes them happy or like I'm big on like um, person empowerment and doing whatever you feel like you need to do to succeed. Success is whatever you define it as, not really whatever society thinks it is so um i just encourage people to do what makes them happy yeah Um, i guess one of the things is it sounds like you're 
very comfortable in your own skin and just speaking your mind, regardless of what people think or say, where do you feel like that came from? Was there someone in your life or someone that has kind of motivated you to, you know, speak your mind, even if others don't agree? Um, I don't think it came from any one particular person or thing. I just think that as I've grown into uh, the person I'm becoming and the person that I am, um, I am happiest if I am unapologetically myself. So um, I don't want it to feel like um, I have to censor myself for anybody. Um, I talk to my mom the same way I talk to anybody else. Like everybody who knows me knows exactly who I am. I don't have to walk into different rooms and be a different person for different groups. I'm just myself and I'm happiest that way. Yeah. So am I stealing your question, Iman, if I ask? Um, what, so you said like defining success for yourself. What is success for you? Like, how do you define it? Um, in terms of the podcast, um, success for me is just um, growing uh, a consistent and steady audience, no matter what number size the audience is. Um, we do get feedback and I appreciate all of that, positive or negative, whether I agree or not. I just like the engagement, the interaction. Um, but success for me is just consistently improving the quality of what we put out. And um, I think since we've started, we've done that. And obviously, we're going to only get better from here. Um, but that's success as far as the podcast is, is concerned. Success for me in life is just doing whatever it is that makes you happy. Um, mm -hmm. The reason why, like, I don't care about the audience or, you know, people watching or not is because I love what we talk about. And um, I love the environment. So, like, as long as that stays the same, then I'll just keep doing it. Um, that's success to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, is there a piece of advice that you would give to someone who might want to, like, start a podcast or is a little bit hesitant to kind of um, step out and do something? Yeah, a couple things. Um, make sure you care about what you talk about. Okay. Make sure you stay consistent and have fun like don't look like you hate what you're doing even if it's something <laughs> that you're not comfortable with like I know everybody's not comfortable on camera and it does take some getting used to mm, um, yeah. just have fun with it like um if it's a one-person podcast that can be a little bit more tricky um usually with more human interaction it comes a little bit more naturally so if you're doing it by yourself shout out to you because I don't know if I'd be able to but yeah, I wouldn't uh, <laughs> see that's, that's that's tough. But yeah. when you do it with people, I feel like human interaction is kind of what helps it feel natural. It doesn't feel like something that you're putting out for other people to see. Yeah, right. 100%. And we've talked about that, and Selena and I just holding each other accountable. On top of that, because I'm like, if either one of us are trying to do this by ourselves, um, yeah. I probably would have stopped a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? So it's, yeah. And plus, I know you were saying before um, that you guys worked on this for like how long before you even st like put the release the podcast? So originally, with all the background planning, I think we were probably just talking and planning stuff out and figuring out how we would use it and what we would use. It probably was six months between like all four of us talking before we actually started recording and then we've probably actually been putting out content for like close to a year now 
and um, we record pretty much every single week, once a week. Uh, it's usually on Tuesdays, or if Tuesday's not available, it's Sunday. But we always find a day for all of us, and we, we kind of leave each other that holding each other accountable situation of, all right, well, you got to you gotta make it work somehow because we got to continuously record to continuously put things out. Mm-hmm. But think- we've reached a, a good space with that now. And I think we're also lucky and like not to take that for granted that we have people who are holding us accountable, who are consistent and who are really showing up. Cause even with Iman, like we've been doing this a year, not, not the podcast, but just like you said, like the background stuff. And you had mm-hmm. this four of y'all and you right. had these people that stuck with it for six months before you even recorded anything. I, we cannot take that for granted. Cause I talked to so many people who try to start stuff with their friends or with, with people they know. And if somebody just drops the ball and then the whole thing kind of falls apart because like we were talking about with the accountability, I, I could want to do a podcast all, all day long, but if I'm not being held accountable, I ain't going to do it. That's just the mm-hmm. truth. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And there's so much that goes behind, goes into it behind the scenes after just the talking, like that's the fun part. But then, you know, you got to, well, for us, like we have to book guests and do all the, like, we're going to have to edit and do all that stuff. And so it's more that goes into it. And I know for me, if I was doing it by myself, I'd be like, eh. That was fun. I'm good. That was fun. That was cute. Anyway. It can be a lot. It definitely can be a lot. Yeah. So I just like, that's one thing I did. And and I I usually don't think about listeners when we're doing these that much because I want it to be like organic. But that's one thing I want, I would want a listener to think about. Like, it's going to be parts of the fun, like parts of it that are not so fun. And you just got to take it. And hopefully the fun is out it's outweighing it and it's worth it for you but there's and then you may not even always feel like recording that day like it's just it'd be like that that's it's a real just thing the truth. yeah <laughs> so um i just wanted to bring all that up just like don't overthink it but just remember there's gonna be times where it's like eh. <laughs> um, yeah 100%. so do you oh you already like answered this like with that with the advice and all that but do you have like advice in life that like that you would want to share with the listeners like what's the biggest Um, or the biggest thing you've learned like your biggest lesson I guess it goes back to like um being sure with with who you are and confident about it um I think the the biggest thing I can tell anybody in life is be yourself unapologetically like Uh um don't let anyone's thoughts or opinions of you shape how you feel about yourself don't let societal norms or whatever people say you're supposed to do like you were saying like the the whole life path thing just because you like america kind of raises people to believe you're supposed to get married start a family buy a house or whatever that american dream thing is just do whatever makes you happy like if that means living in an apartment in some slum somewhere if that is your happiness then do it like um I guess only you really know what makes you happy and trying different things is another great way to find out. But once you find that space, just do whatever you can to stay in it because it, it is beneficial. Yeah, that's, that's great advice for sure. Did you have anything else you mind? No, I feel like you answered all the questions we had yeah. um, <laughs> within your responses, so.
Um, with since it did go so quick, I know that you and me and um, Darian, <laughs> I was talking to you before, um, like one on one, and you were telling me that. And if you don't mind, if you don't want to share a sign, I can edit it out. I don't. But you when you you said like I don't know if it was the pandemic or what it was, but you said you felt like a sense of loneliness at the house when you're by yourself. Yeah. And, you, and how did and you were telling me how you dealt with that. Um. So yeah, I, I think it was it was more so uh, when I first got the house, not really the pandemic as okay. much. Um. I think it was like a space where like you reach this accomplishment and like basically my whole life to that point I'd always been chasing something finish school get a degree move out your mom's house get your own house it was always mm -hmm. one thing after another that I was constantly chasing and once there was nothing left to chase I kind of felt empty like mm -hmm. I, I felt like I didn't really have that same drive or purpose that got me here so um, I think the thing that got me out of that is um, I read a lot about um, how the mind works um, I did a lot of meditating and I kind of just learned to understand that attaining different things or buying this or doing that isn't really the goal here. Like, um, yeah, I love my house and I love living alone. It's great, but um, that I wasn't, I shouldn't have been doing it just to notch off whatever the next goal in mind I had is. Now, I'm not saying don't set goals. Goals are good for me anyway, but I no longer base my sense of fulfillment on whatever goal that I have to accomplish or whatever I'm chasing. Just, I've learned to live in the presence of being happy instead of chasing it by goal chasing in that way. Yeah, I think that's so good because I'm like, I've been very similar where I was like, I have my checklist, this, 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 and this. And it's mm -hmm. like, when you get it, it is that sense of like, all right, so now what? Right. Um, so learning to enjoy that journey, like getting there um, is super important. I'm, I'm still learning it, but I'm, yeah, I definitely have been there where I'm like, okay, so now what? Yeah, I think for me, I've, I've always been a competitive person. So, and it's not even that, that I have to be competing against somebody. I could be competing against myself, mm -hmm. but I always get into that headspace of, well, like if I'm challenging myself, I said I would do this by this time and it's not done. So now I'm starting to look at myself different and I've, I've learned to start to get out of those spaces. I'm not all the way there and I'm not by any means a finished product of any of this, but um, I think I've gotten better at just accepting where I am versus where I'm trying to be. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. It's gonna be one of my quotes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you credit, don't worry, don't worry. Or we might not, I don't know. We'll wow. Plagiarism. <laughs> we we have integrity. We're just kidding. Just ed edit this part out, Selena. No. <laughs> this was our quote, you guys. <laughs> um but so wait, real quick with the, you said when you were meditating, I know people might hear that and be like, oh, it's so boring. They don't want to sit there. And it's, and I know for me, like I, I'm not consistent with it, but sometimes it can, in the, especially in the beginning, it can be really, really hard to like slow your mind down. And you're like, I'm doing it wrong. I can't do it. And all these thoughts and all these thoughts. What did you have experienced that? 
Um, yeah, I think everybody does the first time you try it. And I think for me, at least, the, the, the thing I liked about meditating is that you don't really have to be consistent. Like, I don't wake up every morning and do it. I don't wake sure. up every, like, there's no set schedule for me. But when I do feel overwhelmed, I'll meditate. And usually, I can put things in perspective a little bit better. Um, but yeah, there is that immediate thing of your mind's going to wander and that's fine. Like, um, you're going to have those moments of trying to figure it out or wondering whatever's on your mind, whatever you're, you're worrying about is going to pop up, but it's just about getting yourself back centered and clearing your head for, and then you can start something small, a minute, two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, and just kind of work your way through it. And um, it's just like anything else. The more you do it, the better you'll get at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you sit, like, uh, close your eyes? Like, how do you... Cause, like... Um, yeah, so um, at this point, I can pretty much meditate in any way. I can meditate with my eyes open. I can meditate in a room full of people. I can kind of just lock out of everything and get into that space. But when I first started, yeah, I, it was eyes closed, and I just focused on my breathing. Okay. That was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just started there and um, whatever thoughts popped up were fine. I kind of let my brain work through it and then just get back to the breathing. And eventually um, I started to think less and less and I started to just get back to that little center, centered place. And then um, I, I have a timer on my watch. So um, when the timer goes off, that's when I know I'm, I'm done and I'll kind of come back. But um now that I've done it so many times, I literally can sit. Like if I get stressed out, like overwhelmed in a, in a room full of people, I can literally just block everything out wow. and get to that, that same space. And you won't even know, like I won't be dazed right, out like, or weird looking. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not what I like, like, so, think of. What are we doing? I don't sit in style on my, on my. <laughs> you at the bar, <laughs> you at the bar like, <laughs> like okay, sir, you're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're cut off. No more drinks for you. Wow. <laughs> We're not about that in here. <laughs> That's dope, though. That's to, like, see that progression of, yeah. Because I'm, like, I'm, I think I'm at Selena's stage where it's so hard to, like, block yeah. things out and just, I'm, like, okay, is my three minutes over yet? Yeah. Some, so. Sometimes, all right, so uh, I've, I've heard people say they find one thing to focus on. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's a moving clock like clock that shows seconds and you just lock in on that or um just find something that because you, your eyes don't have to be closed you don't have to sit in your style it's not like what you see on like yeah people's percept people's projection of how they meditate i mean you mm -hmm. could do it however way you see fit but um for me i started with counting breaths and then i stopped counting just worried about breathing then i stopped even thinking about that and i just kind of locked in on clearing my mind entirely yeah. So um, it does progress as you continuously do it, but I, it, it's something that you have to, you have to commit to kind of, mm -hmm, or okay. to, at least for me, because um, I got frustrated in the beginning. I'm like, man, this, this don't work, man. I'm not right. doing it. <laughs> but the more I did it and the more, the more I really wanted to like free my thoughts, it was, it, it became something that I think at one point I was doing it. Um, once a day. I don't do it as much now, but I use it as something that I feel when I get overwhelmed or I get stressed out. So like, um, there's no real routine for it for me, but when I get those feelings, I kind of just go to it. And most of the time it works. And uh, if not, then I just figure something else out. And it's like yeah. a tool in your toolbox now. 
I think it's like working out too. Like, you know, when you go first start going to the gym, you're not going to be good. And you're right. not going to lose a whole bunch of pounds in like the first mm-hmm. week. You're going to be dusty. You're, you're going to be. <laughs> your edges are going to be uneven. <laughs> you ain't going to look no good. You're going to be tired. Right. You're going to be a hot mess. But it, it does. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know with me, like now I've had so much free time that I started I'm being a little bit more consistent. And it really does. It really helps so much. Um, it, for, it, took, it took a long time though like it took me like six months honestly like no not six months like three four months to like feel something and feel like it's working but it, it's just it takes a I just want to iterate like um iterate like when you first start it's just, the point is it's gonna it's gonna be rough yeah the gym <laughs> yeah. is definitely yeah. a, good, a good comparison because it's gonna mm-hmm. be the gym is something that challenges you physically kind of like meditation challenge you, challenges you mentally mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing um it's definitely rough at first but if you get past that initial that initial phase of doubt you'll be okay um i read i read in a book that it it takes three weeks for something to become a habit once you Mm -hmm. get out of that three-week phase if you do something every day for three weeks it's going to become part of your routine pretty much just like brushing your teeth or anything else you do every day hopefully Hopefully, I'm like, 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 I'm like to tell people what to do but I feel like that's one of those things you know you should I don't know (laughs) go ahead and do that (laughs) whatever floats your boat (laughs) did you have anything um no I'm just curious how long have you been meditating like consistently Um, would you say so I would say I, I got out of it consistently but I feel like I started um the end of 2017 early 2018 two years ago maybe okay um most of 2018 is when I was probably at my most 2019 is when I kind of um just started to do it on a as needed basis Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where I still am now and that's probably where I'll always be unless for some reason it stops working for me Have you involuntary? Has your body ever involuntarily moved while you were meditating? Um, involuntarily, I don't. I don't <laughs> no, it's so. Does that happen to you? Yes, and I was scared. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was. It, it I was mean, honestly, like that sounds like that's kind of dope. Like that's how you might have reached. That's like next level. But I Googled because I got scared. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, should I stop? And it wouldn't let me stop. I was like, oh, shit. Now it opened up something that I wasn't supposed to go to. You know how I did? <laughs> I was like, I went to the wrong dimension or something. And I Googled it. I Googled it. And they said, my, your, my, um, I don't know if it's true. You can't, read it. you can't believe everything. But I just, I ran with this. It said that my body, since I was new, like, it wasn't, um, it, was, it was off. My chakras were off. And it was trying to balance the chakras. So I don't know if that, I don't, I'm not no expert. I mean, I guess when you, when you lay down and you go to sleep, sometimes you get that little mm-hmm. like involuntary body spasm. So yeah. I guess it's kind of the same thing. Um, Cause when you, well, at least for me, um, when I do start to meditate, I do kind of like not necessarily lose control of my body, but I'm no longer thinking about 
um, bodily movements. So like, it's kind of like yeah. same thing. Like sometimes we get that. Everybody freeze. Thank you, Destiny. So, uh, You're sorry. frozen for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> did did y'all kept talking? I'm good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It, it said my internet connection is unstable. <laughs> this is funny. The wording. <laughs> like, Okay. Like, right? You could just say it's not a good connection. Dang. It's unstable. Which is like, get your life together. Right? Please. my internet edges. <laughs> but yeah, I just brought that up because I thought it was, um, I thought it was interesting. And, and again, if anybody is going to meditate, if that happens, don't, don't freak out. Try not to. I don't, I guess, it's not as common as I, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, I remember that. When it, <laughs> <laughs> No, you weird. It's fine, though. It's fine. Uh, you're right. You're right. My internet unstable. I'm unstable. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Your internet chakras is off. So. Right. right. <laughs> I can see my internet. Well, is there anything? I want to keep talking to you because we have like 15 more minutes, but I don't have any more questions. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> you saw that big goal. He's like, I'm done with y'all. I'm you over it. Y'all unstable. <laughs> like, you want to keep talking. <laughs> Listen, this is this is just me unwinding with wine. I, no you blocked out an hour. You've given us an hour. And that's it. <laughs> I'll just start doing push ups for these last 15 minutes. <laughs> I told I told you thirty Party minutes. tricks. I told you thirty minutes to an hour. I was like, I'm getting my hour. No, <laughs> I think it's a compliment to you because I um not that it matters what I like, but I feel like the things that you're saying are helpful. Um, mm -hmm. why if it was all bad, I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm Darius. <laughs> Darius. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Throw that podcast away. Throw that away. <laughs> Delete it. So um, I think it's a it is a compliment. Um, I'll take it as such. Thank you. As you should. Is there anything else you guys want to say? Um, I guess, and I keep coming back to the meditation part because I'm trying to incorporate that into my life and be. I'm not very patient when it comes. Neither to myself. am I. <laughs> I'm like, I'm patient with kids, but like with myself, I'm not. And I'm, I'm not like, even oh, patient not with kids. Oh, really? I'm not patient with anything. It's terrible. Okay. Actually. But I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. That's, that's, that's what it's about. Working on it. Um, I just forgot my question now. It was about meditating. Um, was it about gaining patience in meditation? That's what, <laughs> I feel like that's what I was going. Um, oh, I know what it was about. So you mentioned like when you feel, when you're feeling stressed or like overwhelmed, you just go to that place. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I feel like sometimes, like with me, I'll be stressed and not even realize that I'm stressed. Like something just feels off, but I'm like, oh, I don't recognize it as stress. Like, was it, has it always been easy for you to be like, oh, like I need, in this moment, I need something different? Um, so I guess to your point, I didn't always recognize it as stress either. Okay. Um. I always felt like, like you said, something's off or um, just the feeling of not being in the right headspace and not really understanding why. Yeah. Um, I'm not one that's easily stressed, at least not to me, in my opinion. So like when I get to those moments, I kind of 
like not even like not even realize I'm doing it, but I kind of like suppress it. And now that just When's learning your myself, December twenty third, December twenty okay. third, Capricorn. Um, just learning about myself and learning those types of traits that are not necessarily helpful for my mental state. Um, once I've realized now I'm pretty good at like learning when I'm off or if it's just something that happened to me that had me feeling this way, or is it something deeper than that? So, um, just getting out to those different levels of understanding who you are and what your triggers are and things like that. But, um, I've read books on like how the mind works and stuff like that. I think that's helped me along the way as well. Um, and just learning about what my version of stress is or whatever negative feeling that I want to either explore or move past. Um, it kind of helped me um, get to that space. At least I think it did. I think that's such a good point to say like, and I think we talked about this before where you take time to know who you are mm -hmm. and, and know mm -hmm. what you like your triggers. I, I, I think so many people don't do that. I know I did for years and you just, you don't know why you're re reacting to something a certain way and you don't take time to understand yourself or know what's going on within you. So that's, I think that's a really good point um, that, and that you do that. Do you have any recommendations for books? Like the um, one, the one that helps you the most? Not off the top of my head. Um, I haven't even read that many books and books are still something I'm working on, but this is the one I'm reading now. Um, it's called The Power of Different. Um, and it's basically like about um, things that people consider mental disorders, um, ADHD, dyslexia, um, anything like that. Just showing the very subtle variances of the mind that cause those different things. And it basically all just boils down to that there's a very, very thin line between what people consider genius and what people consider insanity. So like, um, we're all on a certain spectrum of everything as far as the mind is related. So like, you'll, you'll see traits in some of these, like um, ADD, attention deficit disorder, for example. Um, I see a couple traits that I can align myself with there. Certain things that cause dyslexia, I'm not dyslexic, but certain things that make the mind see the numbers and letters the way they see them is not as far-fetched as you may think. So um just learning about the mind also helps me just i feel like knowing what could cause me to feel this way and knowing that it is natural it's a human brain um all the research that's been done over all these years kind of um helps me get to a certain space but just learning things about that or maybe i like not even a book sometimes sometimes it's just an article um mm -hmm. some professor somewhere wrote an article that i stumbled across and i'll read that um but yeah, I do read a lot about the mind and it does help me in, in certain times, at least with understanding my own thoughts and how I process things. Yeah. I think it's so good because it's, um, it's like you're a constant learner and I feel like that's important in life. Sometimes people are like, okay, I got to this place, so now I'm good. But like being able to always be like, okay, what's the next thing? Like, how can I learn more? How can I educate myself? Uh, like it's really important. Um, yeah, I think life is all about a constant evolution. Um, mm -hmm. You're not ever going to be the same person you were five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So it's just about 
one, understanding who you were versus who you are, and two, uh, hopefully growing, evolving into something that is a, a better form. Like I just said, I, I'm terrible with my patience, but hopefully um, I can do different things to work on that, especially with kids or with animals or anything like that to help kind of make me a little bit more willing to deal with things that test my patience. You've been patient with us. Yeah, so thank you. <laughs> and, and real quick, I, real quick, what you just said, I really love that. Um, who you were is not who you still are, because I feel like we can get stuck in a story. We're telling ourselves this story about our who we are, and we try to keep in alignment with that, and we're not like grow, moving along with our uh, with our evolution and our and evolving. That's a so I feel, I feel like that's a really really good point that you made. Thank you. Um, I do feel like core beliefs. A lot of it don't doesn't change. So like. I'll probably never be a elementary school teacher patient. Like I'll probably never reach that level of patience. Mm -hmm, that's but, another level. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just feel like if I could like, you know, get from this to uh, maybe high school teacher patients, then cool. Like just mm -hmm. getting to uh, a certain place that's just better than I used to be. Like that's all I'm really yeah. trying to do. And anything, the podcast, um, personal development, anything but um i feel like i'm happier now than i was for example five years ago because um i understand who i am now more than i understood myself five years ago okay. and i understand triggers i understand not trying to please people and just doing whatever the hell i want really like whatever it is that brings me joy in that moment go for it mm -hmm. It sounds like that thing was like fall in love with yourself first. Like, not that you're like, I'm in love with myself, but like you have a good relationship yeah. with yourself. I'm actually hypercritical of myself. That's what kind of gets me to that, to these spaces. Cause like, I'll see, I'll see something that a lot of people don't see as a flaw or they see it as something minor. And I, uh, I kind of focus in on it and try to improve it. And at first it was just, back to the competitive thing, just trying to compete with myself or uh, per se. But now it's kind of like, I just, I don't really force myself into anything. If I do something and I know it's something that I need to work on, I'll just accept it and start working on it instead of immediately feeling guilt or, or bad about it like I used to. Uh -huh. All right. Anything else, Iman? For real? No. Kind of like I'm like, I, I appreciate it. We got lots of gems of just yeah. knowledge, I feel like. Um, so I'm excited. Thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate the invite. Um, if ever you, uh, you guys want me back, just reach out. Okay. And where, where, can they, where can people find you? Like um, social media. Um, my social media um, is at D Coleman1223, D C O L E M A N 1223, the numbers. That's Twitter. Instagram is mm -hmm. D Coleman underscore three. Um, follow the podcast, Disqualified Opinions, on all social media, all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, the Twitter is Disqualified Opinions with the underscore, but the rest of them are just Disqualified Opinions, Facebook, Instagram. Um, anything like that. Um, we drop content pretty regularly. Um, like, share, subscribe, check us out, drop a comment, do whatever it is that floats your boat. All right. I'll we'll put it in the show notes. And we have our guests say our 
um, uh, what is it? Tagline. <laughs> tagline. <A> tagline. <laughs> and it is, uh, we'll show you our definition of success if you show us yours. Well, um, we'll show you <laughs> our definition of success if you show us yours. Hey! hey. hey. <laughs> You've been good. They've been getting it on. You know. Yeah, we have some good guests. All right. Thank you so much, Darian. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.